Hey, what is going on, guys? Here to break down the five-game NBA main slate on Saturday. We got a full day of sports. We got uh, bowl season college football. We got NFL three games, and we got NBA. So I'm excited to uh, bet a lot of money and hopefully win some money uh, tomorrow. So it's gonna be a big, big day for me. But um, yeah, if you guys are new, uh, I do make content for NBA, NFL, daily fantasy sports on DraftKings as well as for Prize Picks. Uh, Price picks there are the sponsor. You can use the code DKDFS for a 100% match up to $100. If you're not familiar, it's a player prop site. All the sports uh, are up at the top here. Uh, you can mix and match sports. So how it works is you build two, three, four, five, up to six player props and up to 25x your money. Uh, so yeah, if you guys want to give it a try, again, make sure to use the code DKDFS for a 100% match up to $100. And if you're looking for more enough content, you can check my Patreon link down below. I have DFS packages. I have price picks packages. Uh, price picks went very well again we swept the board yesterday today we went four for six i uh as the kids would say i nuked rj bruh i nuked him i literally had him in like most of my slips and i was going to be so incredibly mad if i got hooked because of a random massive blot we'll get to that in dfs but i literally had rj in almost every one of my slips made a youtube video today uh with rj and trey young those both hit so um hopefully you guys played that and then um, the other plays I gave, uh, one, four for six overall. So solid overall day, RJ, Tatum, Trey, Giddy all hit Siakam. It was the Fred Van Fleet game again. And then Miles Turner and somewhat no steals and blocks for Miles Turner. No steals and blocks. How? Oh. how oh, man. How do you not have a steal or a block? Averages like three blocks a game. Ah. Uh-huh. So yeah, four for six day overall there, but yeah, had RJ had one more slip here. So had been most of my slips, still a very profitable day overall on prize picks. So that was uh, nice. I didn't get uh, hooked by by RJ. And then going over my DFS lineup, going to be a solid night. Uh, Could have got overtime in the Minnesota-Oklahoma City game. I wasn't watching, but people in my Discord said that the foul should have been a shooting foul when Oklahoma City was down by three. I guess they called it on the floor. Uh, so we could have got overtime there, but... Um, yeah, I went to a lot of exposure to Minnesota, Oklahoma City once we got news that D'Lo and Gobert were out. So uh, Nas Reed, I think, was just the easiest play for me. I, I told people on Patreon, I was like, I, if I was building 150 lineups, I would have 100% Nas Reed. Uh, just because he's such a good point per minute guy, I was going to see a massive increase in minutes. I was surprised he was only 80%. I thought he would have been in that like 95% range. Only 80% was pretty surprising. Uh, Okongwu, I mean, foul trouble plus blowout. Whatever. What really tilts me here, though, is the ugh, the Knicks. I was so high on the Knicks at low ownership. They're smashing random blowouts. Get pulled in the fourth quarter. Come on, man. Randall at 50. RJ at... Ugh. LaMelo Ball also had, like, negative points in the fourth quarter, I think. That game turned into a random blowout, too. Um... I went to Anthony Edwards just because, yeah, I mean, Minnesota had, like, no one else. And then I played Pokashevsky. I didn't feel good about it. I was debating with him or McDaniels, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to roll the dice in Pokashevsky. If he comes out and plays 10 minutes and screws me, so be it. I know that's a risk. Uh, he played, like, I think, like, low 20s minutes. I mean, the, the Thunder always find a way to just give so many guys minutes. But, uh, yeah, that's the recap there. So, very profitable day on prize picks. A profitable day on DraftKings as well. So hoping to keep that going. And let's talk about this five-gamer. So Dallas and Cleveland. We got Dallas in a back-to-back. Um, Luka Doncic at the top of 12-5. It's basically the same thing I always say about him. If you find enough value that you're confident in, you can definitely get to Luka. Now this game, you know, probably going to be a pretty low 
total game. You know, two teams that play pretty slow, two solid defensive teams, but uh, should keep Luka's ownership relatively low. And, I mean, Luka can go off any night. I mean, I know he had a bad game against Cleveland last game, going for 47 fans points in 39 minutes, but um, he's still a guy that can smash any single night. So, uh, still have interest in Luka. Christian Wood uh, has seen a minutes bump here without Maxi Kleba. Played 35 minutes there against Cleveland. Uh, I don't know what he finished with tonight. I, the game did blow out. But um, he's going to be a pretty popular play. He had a really, I think he finished like 50 fancy points. Um, so I do like Wood a good amount here at this price point. I want to see how many minutes he played in the first half just to get a good gauge of what we can expect from him. But I think you're probably going to see, you know, close to 30 minutes from Wood, which at that price makes him a decent option. Again, it's a big front court too against Cleveland, right, with Allen and with Mobley. Um, the rest of Dallas, Dinwiddie more of just a secondary play. I mean, he can have decent games alongside Luka, but mo- more often than not, he's probably going to give you 25 to 30 fancy points. You know what I'm going to say about Tim Hardaway Jr. He's probably going to play around 30 minutes. If he hits his shots, he can get you there. If he's not hitting his shots, he can literally do that for you. So there, there's always risk with, T- with uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. Jordan Finney-Smith's minutes have been ticking down a bit of late. I do think, though, he's probably going to play around 30 minutes, which makes him an okay punt play. Bullock, his minutes have been increasing off the bench, but like if I had to pick between the two, I think it would give the edge to Dorian Finney-Smith there. Powell's going to start, but only play like 15 minutes. I don't think it's necessary to do that. And yeah, that's about it for Dallas. Move on to Cleveland. So Cleveland, uh, down Mitchell, 8-9, probably my favorite spend up on the Cavs. Um, I mean, Cleveland's running very tight rotation. He should see 38 to 40 minutes. So I do have interest in Donovan Mitchell. Again, though, matchup not necessarily the best. The rest of Cleveland kind of secondary plays, Garland, Mobley, Allen. I mean, they're going to play big minutes. That's the positive. I don't know if any of these guys stand out, but they're all playable. Levert off the bench. We probably see 25 to 30 minutes from him. That's fine. Kevin Love's minutes have been ticking down, but he's really cheap. But he's viable for GPPs. Lamar Stevens, I talked about on the stream how I didn't like him at high ownership. I don't know what how high owned he was, but I know he was relatively popular. And I was just like, I don't want to play a chalk Lamar Stevens. And I think he busted. I'm pretty sure he was like really bad. And the reason was... When a guy like Lamar Stevens is popular, like that's chalk I don't want to play. If it's like a backup point guard moving into a starting point guard role and he's way underpriced, like that's chalk I want to eat. If it's like Lamar Stevens and he's picking up a lot of ownership at a low usage guy that needs minutes to be there, I don't want to play that chalk. All right, Memphis and Oklahoma City. So still no Bane. Ja Goat, again, was so tilting last late. Got him a low ownership on pace for 80. Random blowouts. Just continuing to get hit by the random blowouts. Game in and game out with my low owned plays. But uh, like his ceiling here against Oklahoma City, if you want to get to Triple J or Brooks, that's fine. Uh, both are viable tournament plays. Tyus is too pricey with John Morant healthy. Adams going to start, going to play 25 to 30 minutes. I think he's a relatively safe play. Clark will back him up, but he's a bit pricey unless you think Adams gets in foul trouble. Conchar should continue to start, should continue to play like mid-20s minutes. Don't love the play. I don't think I can like stomach anyone else. I mean, Zaire Williams maybe at 3-3. But uh, yeah, let's move on to Oklahoma City. So Oklahoma City, um, JRE and Baisley and Ken Trollums are all out. Baisley, okay, it was a non-COVID illness. We'll see if he's going to be available. Also, Lou Dort got banged up at the end, so uh, he might not be available too. Well, talking about the top t- top two guys, uh, sorry, uh, that would be easy to talk about. So Shea Gildas Alexander, 9-9. Um, you know, Memphis, not really great defensively, so uh, I do like his ceiling here. Should play big minutes, should run the offense. Giddy's fine. I mean, his minutes at times can fluctuate, but most of the time he's going to play like low 30s. And then if Lou Dort's out, I mean, I do think like Jalen Williams looks a little bit better. And then maybe we can start looking at some of these secondary guys, right? Like 
Maybe Trey Mann, Lindy, like Aaron Wiggins, and they had Joe. It's just like they run so many guys still. Like, no matter how many guys are out, it's like, oh, they're still running a 13-man rotation somehow. It's like, how is it even, how do they have that many players on the team? Someone make that make sense. But, um, yeah, and then, like, Pogoshevsky, he started, put, like, 24 minutes. He's playable. I mean, they have Eugene Amorye, Mike Muscala. Like, it's just, oh, I hate this team, man. I hate this team and the way they run their rotations. Utah, Milwaukee, so... For the Jazz side, uh, Markin and Clarkson, those guys should play mid-30s minutes. I think both are decent options. Uh, neither are priorities, though, for me. Olena kind of just there at 5'8". Walker Kessler has been playing extremely well, and they've been playing him a bit more alongside Kellyo. Blake Beasley, 5'7". I mean, he's always playable for tournaments, but he's scoring dependent. Conley's been disappointing in his first couple games back, but he's relatively cheap. 2 of 8, 1 of 8 shooting. I don't think he's going to continue to shoot that bad, so... Interesting by low candidate on Conley, who should play probably around 30 minutes. He's going to have the ball in his hands a decent amount. So I don't hate him. I think because the recency bias will be pretty low owned. Vanderbilt had that one like massive game two games ago of 49 fancy points in 23 minutes, but came right back down to earth. He feels a bit pricey. My boy Walker Kessler, I have a ton of him in best ball. I have a ton of Jalen Duran in best ball too. So that's starting to work out for me. Um, he's playing well. Decent point per minute guy. Um, I think he's... Viable. Um, you know, I like him more if he starts, but he comes out the bench. He's just a tournament only play. And that's basically it for the Jazz. So moving on to the Bucks, we recently, uh, so we know Middleton's out. Drew Holiday expected back, but we recently just got news that Giannis is now questionable. So that can definitely change things. If Giannis is out, well, then there's a lot to like here for Milwaukee. Drew would look good, assuming no limitations. Portis and Lopez would look great. Grayson Allen will look really good. Javon Carter, Pat Compton, these value guys will start looking better. I mean, maybe a guy like Jordan Nawara would enter the rotation and become playable. So there would honestly be a ton to like here for Milwaukee in a good matchup if Giannis and Middleton are both out. Now, if Giannis is in, then, I mean, I think Giannis, if you have a salary, kind of the same thing with Luka. I don't think he stands out, but if you're comfortable with enough value, you can definitely spend up to Giannis. Drew at 8-3, assuming no limitations, feels priced about right. Um, Portis is the guy I do like either way. Whether Giannis plays or not, he's been playing well off the bench. And when one of Drew and Middleton sit, like he just sees a minutes bump. So I think we get close to 30 minutes from Bobby Portis. I do like him there. And I do like the price of Brooke Lopez too. Only 5.1K. I think he probably gets, you know, close to 30 minutes. So I think he's fine. I prefer Portis, but Dusty Lopez is viable. And then value-wise, Siobhan Carter feels a bit pricey with Drew Holiday back. Grayson Allen should continue to start, continue to probably play 25 to 30 minutes. He's a viable value, scoring independent, but if he's knocks down his shots, he can get you there. I mean, you're going to see guys like George Hill, Connaughton, Wes Matthews in the rotation. I think my favorite of the bunch probably would be Connaughton, but his minutes have been ticking down. I know blowout last game. Uh, so, yeah, that's Milwaukee moving on. Portland and Houston, this is a pretty appealing game. We got two teams, you know, Portland, they run a tight rotation. Houston, we kind of know what they're going to do with their rotation, so... Like this spot as far as the game stack goes, Dame Lillard, I mean, Portland just waved the white flag really early, uh, like midway through the third quarter. They just emptied the bench, um, but Dame's been playing extremely well. Great matchup. I like him at the top. Simons, Grant, Hart are all just secondary plays. They should see a ton of minutes. Nurkic, the price came down a bit on him. Good point per minute guy. Love the matchup for him. So my boy, the Bosnian Beast, I think is a pretty good play. Probably my favorite of these secondary options. And if you needed value, I don't think Winslow's an awful play. I think we're probably going to see, you know, close to 20 minutes from him off the bench. At this price point, with small forward, power forward eligibility, it makes him playable. On the Houston side, so 
Last night, I was a bit surprised how popular Jalen Green was. And of course, to bail out the slappies, goes for three steals and a block to, to bail the people out. Like, come on, man. Come on. Like, ugh. But he, I mean, ugh. this guy really pisses me off. I rush him so much at the beginning of the year. Every time, 5% shooting. I fade. 50 bomb after 50 bomb. Just frustrating. But here's the thing. If it's a situation where Jalen Green's going to be very popular again, I'm just going to prefer Kevin Porter Jr. Like, whoever's the lower owned of these Houston guards is the guy I'm going to prefer in tournaments. Both guys should see mid-30s minutes. I think the floor is a little bit higher in KPJ, but I have interest in both guards. It's going to come down to ownership. And if Jalen Green's going to be giga chalk like he was last late, I'm going to prefer Kevin Porter Jr. My boy Sungoon, again, minutes up and down. He's prone to foul trouble. He should play close to 30 minutes. Definitely a viable GPP play. Jabari Smith, I kind of like. His minutes have been ticking up. I think we see low to mid-30s minutes for him. Been playing better of late than rebounding the ball better. I think he's a pretty good play in the mid-range. And then Eric Gordon, he's just there. I mean, he's going to play around 30 minutes, probably give you 15 to low 20s fancy points. Totally fine value. Want to take a shot on Easton or Martin off the bench in tournaments? That's fine. They should play 15 to 20 minutes each. But that is Houston uh, finishing up with New Orleans and Phoenix. So on the New Orleans side, Zion playing out of his mind. Um, I have no issue if you want to get him at the top. He's been playing extremely well. Offense is running through him. So, like Zion, I mean, I know Phoenix, relatively solid defensive team, but still Zion, decent play. McCollum has been very up and down, but minutes have been there for him. So, I don't mind CJ, but uh, I think more of a tournament play, just again, production is way up and down. JV, if you played him last night, you got unlucky. The minutes were there. He played 26 minutes and gave you 20 fantasy points. Um, you know, he's always a good tournament play because he's a decent point per minute guy. And if you get a game where JV plays, you know, close to 30 minutes, he should, he should have a really good game. Again, this game, he, he got 26 minutes, but was bad. I think that's just an outlier. And these two games, foul trouble, foul trouble. So do have some interest in a declining price point for JV. Murphy, 4-8, he's definitely fine. He should play around 30 minutes, relatively score independent, but getting a good amount of shots up. Larry Nancy's playing the backup five, you know, probably sees mid-20s minutes, a fair value play there. Herb Jones, minutes kind of, I guess he dealt with massive foul trouble. He'll be 21 minutes. I think he's a decent value. I think we, assuming no limitations, he probably goes back to his 30-plus minutes. And then Najee Marshall, Dyson Daniels. I mean, these guys got a minutes bump last game with random foul trouble for Herbert Jones. So just dart throws in, in GPPs. Jose Alvarado should be back, too. His minutes are all over the place. But another guy you can always consider in tournaments. And finally, Phoenix. So, Phoenix, uh, we got Chris Paul and Booker at the top. I prefer Booker to Paul. I know Paul had a good game last game, but Booker is the guy with the higher ceiling. He shot 6 of 22 last game, so just a really bad shooting game for Booker. Doesn't concern me at all. Still like him a good amount there at the top. Paul feels a bit pricey at 8-2, but should play mid-30s minutes. Again, I give the edge to Booker over Paul. Mikel Bridges, just there. Um, of course, he has a shoots 11 of 18. Both everyone out for on the roster, 4 of 24 shooting. Troy Craig feels price right. Uh, I think we probably see 25 to 30 minutes from him. And then centers, I like both value centers here with Lando and Biombo. They should split time. Biombo dealt with a bit of foul trouble, so Lando played a bit more and outscored him. But um, yeah, I like both centers. And it will come down to ownership too. So like another situation where like, all right, if everyone's going to play Lando because of last game, I'm going to play Biombo. If people are going to go to Biombo because he's starting, I'm going to go to Lando, right? Like, that's one where I think it's going to be a relatively even split, and it'll come down to ownership for me. So I like both centers there with Lando and with Biembo. I do want to mention, I know there's been a lot of blowouts, but he's been playing well, Josh Okoji. Um, I have a little bit of interest in him. 
I know, again, a lot of blowouts, but I played 25 minutes last game. I think if I had to take a shot on, like, one of those guys on the bench, I think it would be a coachy. So, yeah, guys, that is going to wrap it up for the video. If you have been enjoying uh, the DFS content, make sure to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. Really appreciate you guys watching, as always, uh, and I'll see you in the next video.